0: Tonight, we begin with our one-on-one with Senator Joe Manchin, who is not running for re-election in the Senate, but is considering running for president. Amid a lot of speculation about what he has planned next, Manchin is now openly acknowledging that he is, quote, absolutely considering a potential run for president. He's also dismissing concerns, a lot of them coming out of the White House right now, that he could be a spoiler for President Biden. Manchin's imminent departure from the Senate, though, is also threatening to shake up the balance of power on Capitol Hill. Democrats, of course, there have a slim two-seat majority in the Senate. Let's go straight to the source tonight. And joining me now is Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Senator, thank you for being here. Obviously, Senator Schumer really wanted you. First of all, thanks
1: for having me, Caitlin. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you for being here and for your time. As you know, as well as I do, Senator Schumer really wanted you to run again, but you announced that you are not going to be doing so. Do you think Democrats can keep the Senate majority without you?
1: Well, we'll see. You know, here's the thing. Everybody's worried about the majority so much, and I understand that because it does set the set the committees and sets the agenda. But the bottom line is it still takes 60, it takes 60 to pass something. So every Senator has a tremendous amount of power, whether you're in the majority or the minority, but the majority is always the best place to be. And we'll see, we have uh, John Tester, These are some good people and, and uh, wish him well.
0: Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of key races. You know, you've talked a lot in your time on Capitol Hill about bipartisanship in the Senate. Senator Mitch McConnell once praised you for, for saving the filibuster, which he said preserved yeah. the Senate. But then he flew to West Virginia and directly recruited your most formidable challenger. Do you feel betrayed by that?
1: That's politics. You know, this is not the uh, most honorable profession in the world anymore. But with that being said, it's all about the next election and it's all about the party system. Caitlin, that's the problem. The business of politics has gotten so big because the business model is a Democrat business and a Republican business. And really forgot about the people to a certain extent. So all they want is 51 or greater to be in the majority, and then they do—they do so much damage trying to get there that when they do get there, they're not even close to 60. But if you want to get something done, you have to have 60. So you know it's just a horrible situation when every time you're in—you uh, know—you're in cycle. You're up. It could be one of your better friends on the other side. If you have a D by your name or an R by your name, you're supposed to be against the person on the other side, no matter who it is. And it never used to be like that. They tell us way back when and that used to be an unwritten rule. And now this is fair game and there's no way that where we come from, whether it be Alabama or West Virginia, uh, that you try to get someone fired every day you go to work and expect they're going to be your best friend next week. Doesn't work.
0: That kind of makes it sound like are you going to leave the Democratic Party? Well, you know, I'm
1: I don't know if I've ever I've never considered myself a Washington Democrat. I've been a very independent person, and I don't really think Does that, that, sound, that should
0: have... That sounds like you're well, leaving.
1: Well, no. You have a D or an R by your name or an I by your name. It shouldn't identify who you are. If you change who you are because you change, you have a D, then you have an R, or you have an I, people go back and forth. It's more for the person's political, I think, than more for who the person is. No matter what I have by me, I'm an independent thinking. I vote independently, and I've always done that for 40 years. So. We'll see. I know what you're saying, but we'll see. I don't I, I haven't gotten there yet.
0: But you're still considering that?
1: Sure, sure. You always consider that. Absolutely. Is it you likely that I'm, you're going to win the Democratic I'm, Party? And, and, and I'm sure they'd be happy. They might throw me out. So who knows? They might, it might do me a favor. I don't know.
0: Since you made your announcement last week, have you spoken to President Biden?
1: I have not spoken to him. I got a nice note from him and everything. He's been traveling quite a bit. I spoke to Steve Reschetti in the White House and he's very very close to the president so i'm sure we'll be talking
0: what did you make of his statement that he did put out you know he basically was tying you to all of his his big accomplishments that he's had in office it seemed like he was sending a pretty clear message with that statement
1: well the clear message is this nothing would have happened without bipartisanship and i've been leading the charge on bipartisanship on every piece of legislation and i'm happy that they're they think some of us being good i've not been pleased of how they're trying to basically implement especially the ira and, uh, and I've been keeping holding their feet to the fire on that. But we've done some great things, and we did that basically with a 50-50 Senate. That 50-50 Senate, it was started by bipartisanship, myself, Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, just a bunch of us got together and we just worked on all those bills. The Electoral Count Act, we wanted to make sure this never happened again, this insurrection that we saw on January the 6th, and then you go down the line, CHIP SAC, and a bipartisan infrastructure, The bipartisan infrastructure bill was pulled out i pulled that out of the bbb because it was something we truly had to have we hadn't fixed any of our infrastructure for 30 years and you look at that and you look at the uh, all the things that we have done just it was an unbelievable stretch it really was
0: you've said you were proud of that legacy Uh, uh, not just that what you've accomplished for for the people of west virginia but the question is what you are going to do next and you are very clearly exploring a third party run but are you worried that a third party run for the White House could damage that legacy potentially?
1: Well, let me just say this. Everyone's talking about a third party run. I'm talking about basically trying to resurrect the middle, the moderate middle, the sensible, common sense middle. And right now, I don't care what you say or what people might be thinking. They're telling me that we've had enough. We can't take it. It's just so much visceral. You know, when you have Donald Trump basically normalizing the attacks on human beings every day. you know, Anybody that doesn't agree with him, he's after. And I've said this, the country would be in, in a horrible situation challenging our democracy if he got reelected. And I've said this very clearly. He believes that truly, uh, that the only fair election is the one he wins. He believes that the law only applies to everybody but him. And he attacks anybody that doesn't agree with him. And he uses this, horrible analogies of so many good americans just because they might not be in his in his uh, bandwidth if you will so it would be horrible on that and no re, no no truly concern for the rule of law who we are as americans what we're about and that's the thing we're talking about and then i've been to a certain extent on Senate, on uh, president biden he's not the person we thought that was getting elected, being a centrist and moderate, he's been pushed so far to the left. So if we have this movement in the middle, maybe we can pull people back to a common sense middle to where they can govern. And this is the long run; it's not just for the next election. You, we're in this. We have Americans together, and and my daughter is taking that run with that, the five hundred one c four, that we're going to help people anywhere we find a Democrat or Republican that wants to work for the betterment Reagan, of the country.
0: With, with what you just said there about. Donald Trump and then you said you believe Joe Biden the president Biden has been pushed too far to the left. I mean which one do you think is a bigger threat to America though? A second term well, Don, of Don, Donald Donald,
1: Trump? Donald Well, Donald Trump I think we'd lose democracy as we know it because he has no regard whatsoever for the rule of law, who we are as a country, basically the tr- orderly transfer of power and and sowing so much uh, so much problems as far as within within our system that he has no regard whatsoever But that's the White
0: House argument as well as to why they don't believe you should run because they believe that if you did, you'd take votes from Biden and help re-elect Donald Trump.
1: Let me just tell you, I'm not going to be a spoiler. I'm not looking for any spoilers, but I'm looking for basically how we're going to govern this country, Caitlin, from the middle. You cannot run your life from the extremes. You're not going to be successful. It's very difficult. You're not going to have a successful business if you're in extremes. And you can't continue to run this country. You can't have open borders. You can't have a runaway debt. You can't have the problems that we have, the challenges, crime and all the things that we've got to fight. We've got two of our allies fighting for their life in Israel and Ukraine right now that we're trying to prevent ourselves from getting pulled into a war. There's so much going on. President Biden has worked well overseas with our NATO allies. I think he's done a good job. And but right now it's going to be very serious, but we've got to get our financial house in order. We've got to secure our borders. And also on top of that, we have an awful lot of people have come here that need to have work visas so they can pay their own way and pay taxes, rather than just sucking off the system. You just said so you,
0: you never wanna be a spoiler. How and when would you know if that's the
1: case? I think, we, you know, as I said before, this is the long run. We're out there basically trying to say, hey, are you happy with what's gone? Why did you leave? I have a lot of friends have left. Why did they leave so early? Are they just frustrated with the system? I know their answer, but I'm saying, I want them to be more public. And if they can come out and start talking about what they saw, what was wrong, and what had to be fixed, then we can start building from that core again. And right now, there's not that many in the middle. You know that. Not that many centrists You say, we're not sure how they're going to vote. You pretty much know most of them are going to vote party line, whether it be Democrat or Republican. They never did know from me because I was going to look at the issue and I was going to vote what I thought would help my country, my state, and I could go home and explain it. And if I couldn't explain it, I don't care whether the Democrats come after me or Republicans, I wasn't going to support something yeah. or, be f- or be against something just because they wanted me to do it. I won't do that. But
0: you said you said you're very clearly not going to vote for Donald Trump. I mean, you said it would be bad for democracy if he's reelected. And you've said you want President Biden to make changes if you're going to support him. Well, what changes exactly are you do you want to see from the White House?
1: Well, first of all, we don't know who, the, you know, we just have suspected that basically it looks as if we'll have a rematch. But we don't know where that's going to go and and the bottom line is is that i believe that president biden has been pushed to the left he feels like that's where the base of the party or where he thinks he has to go how many times have they spoken about the inflation reduction act as being an energy security have they ever said about it paid down 230 billion dollars of debt
0: are you saying you don't think president biden should run again
1: oh i'm not asking and telling anybody what to do my goodness no I'm hoping they see that there's a movement, and he can come back to where he, where he started from. You know, that's how that's the election that was done in 2020. Uh, or anybody else, I want to make sure that we have a movement of senators that we're bringing here, Democrats and Republicans, that will be happy to be in the middle because they have support. Do They're you going think, to be centrist. They're moderates.
0: Do you think that Joe Biden could beat Donald Trump if that is the rematch?
1: I, I can't predict because you know what? I've never believed, the only poll I believe is, is election day poll. I'm seeing all kinds of numbers as you are. I can't really predict that. But if it is those but two, it looks, who it looks would very you cha- for? It looks very challenging right now. I'm going to wait and see where we have, who we have in this. Let's see what happens. There's a lot to happen.
0: And you're making your decision on whether to, the, to enter the race by Super Tuesday?
1: Well, Super Tuesday, I'm, I'm, that's been said. Basically, Super Tuesday is when you're going to know exactly who the candidates are going to be by the respective parties. The Democrat and Republican business machine is going to make their determination what they're going to do. And you'll have both of them playing to the extreme. But when do you make your determination? Well, then that's when that's when anything would be starting. If there's people that we have someone that's going to run for the middle or move into the middle and make a run, that's probably when it would start. I would assume, because there's no need to start before that, you don't have to be in a primary. so. I, I I'm, again, I want to tell you, this is the long haul. This is beyond the 2024 election. This is 26 and 28. This is basically getting people to understand there is support. The people want you to make reasonable, responsible decisions, not be beckoning and just to be party line votes. You know, it's just awful the way that we have kind of just shoved people to their respective corners and uh, expect that's... Uh, the way we're going to have democracy and have any type of leadership position. Because I can tell you, if we don't get our act together, what you saw yesterday, the behavior, and these are good people, I know them all, how they got themselves worked into a frenzy like that, where they wanted to fight, calling each other names. This is not a banana republic. It's not a third world country. This is the United States of America. People are looking at us for leadership, Caitlin. They're looking for us as a superpower of the world to show them how civility, how democracy, how freedom, how you maintain it.
0: Senator Joe Manchin, as always, thank you for your time.
1: Thanks, Caitlin. I appreciate being with you.